I was very surprised and astonished uh, by the announcement of uh, Justice uh, Elron. Um, this is the first time that such an event has happened. Uh, it's unprecedented in the history of the Supreme Court. Uh, for decades, uh, until uh, early his, uh, beginnings of the Supreme Court, uh, appointments of Supreme Court presidents were made according to seniority without any kind of uh, campaigning or candidacy of uh, and nominations by uh, Supreme Court uh, ju- judges. Uh, so this is an unprecedented event and very surprising. So what happens now? Will there necessarily be a contest? It is very unclear. First of all, we are talking about uh, a, a, the seniority um, principle which uh, may be seen as a constitutional convention. And so it's not clear if if the selection committee can even uh, disregard it, can, is even allowed to disregard it. And in any case, the current composition of the selection committee seems to um, not very uh, an appealing option of choosing uh, uh, justices alone as as a Supreme Court president, and it seems, at least as far as we know, that it would um, opt for uh, preserving the seniority principle and choosing a, a senior most justice uh, to be the next uh, Supreme Court president. Now, um, he claimed that he made his decision without any consultation with Justice Minister Levine, and in fact he claimed that he's never ever spoken to Justice Minister Levine, but um, it seems that this is probably good news for the Justice Minister and those who support the judicial overhaul. I, I don't know and I would, uh, how uh, Justice Rowan made his decision, I don't know what motivated him, but it's clear that the effects of his decision to uh, run for the presidency of the Supreme Court uh, are very damaging to a very important uh, rule, the seniority rule in uh, the Israeli uh, judicial system. And it is indeed something that plays into the hands of uh, the current coalition and particularly Minister of Justice uh, Levine, who want to change the composition of the selection committee and who want to have control over the selection of the next uh, Supreme Court president, uh, which is one of the ways in which uh, executives in uh, democracies who have seen um, an in, um, and democratic uh, retrogression in recent years. This is one of the uh, um, tactics used by executives uh, trying to capture uh, the courts by uh, choosing a Supreme Court president who is close and views to the coalition. The fact that L. Ron um, underscored the fact that his candidacy is not dependent on the committee's the Judicial Selection Committee's structure and composition, do you think this might be a hint or an indication that he personally is not opposed to uh, the proposed changes to this committee? Again, it's not clear what he meant by that. and It could be that he's trying to 
distance um, the, his declaration from uh, the particular, um, I'd say, uh, date and circumstances in which it, it is made, meaning right prior to uh, discussion and hearing in the Supreme Court uh, regarding the Minister of Justice's uh, decision not to convene the selection committee because he wants to uh, revise its composition. That said, it's clear that it, the effects of his uh, declaration, the effects of his moves, are what are, uh, are the important thing. And the effects are uh, really uh, a helping hand to the coalition's agenda of the judicial overhaul and the changing of the composition of the selection committee to a more... Um, uh, to a more favorable one to the ruling coalition. Now, the coalition and those who support the judicial overhaul accuse the um, Supreme Court justices of being somewhat of a closed club. They all come from similar backgrounds um, and, and uh, to a certain extent um, they all have the same views. Um, although Elrond was somewhat of an outsider, wasn't he? Well, I think that the, um, these accusations by the executive branch right now and the ruling coalition are really unfounded. I think both Elrond's uh, um, declaration and really uh, many of the justices who were uh, uh, appointed uh, alongside him show that this uh, accusation is unfounded. We have seen... Uh, in the past decade, uh, change in the composition of the Supreme Court. Uh, since uh, 2008, there is a need for a wide consensus uh, in the selection committee over appointments to the Supreme Court, meaning that uh, the, the government can, uh, in effect, veto any appointment it does not agree to. And that has indeed given the executive more power in the selection process. And, and the Minister of Justice, who was head of the selection committee during Elrond's appointment, uh, Minister of Justice, former Minister of Justice Ayla Chakid, has even uh, went so far as saying that she has achieved a conservative revolution in the composition of the courts in general and the Supreme Court in particular. And so I think that the accusation that the Supreme Court is is a homog uh, homogeneous kind of uh, Supreme Court in its composition is uh, unbased and, and unfounded at this point. One more question with your permission, if we're already speaking. We are now coming quite close to the um, very important uh, Supreme Court um, session on the 12th of September, which will discuss the legality of uh, the government's decision to cancel uh, the reasonability clause. What are the options here? What do you think might happen? Well, this is the big question on everyone's uh, mind. It's very difficult to say at this point. Um, I think it's notable to uh, see that the Supreme Court has enlarged it's uh, the 
the panel that hears this uh, petition to a full bench of the Supreme Court. The full 15 uh, justices for the first time will sit in one panel. I think um, this decision by the current Supreme Court president uh, has been made in order to uh, increase the legitimacy of any kind of decision taken by the Supreme Court and to to allow it really uh, more flexibility in in its decision and to rule only according to uh, what the justices consider uh, the merits of the case. Uh, having said that, it's really unclear if they would uh, intervene in, in and really in the first time, um, uh, uh, annulling uh, an amendment to a basic law, uh, that, that would be very uh, a very dramatic occurrence. Um, but again, it depends how momentous they see this uh, amendment and how grave they see it as a danger to Israeli democracy.